0: Listening to the Agent Survival Guide Podcast, a podcast for today's insurance agents. Informing, educating, empowering, improving the way you do business in an industry that's anything but static. In today's episode, we are talking podcasts, podcasts, and more podcasts. It is International Podcast Day 2019. I am so excited to be taking part in this day of podcast awareness. It's basically an initiative to get the word out about podcasts, what they are, start conversations about them, and share the podcasts you love. So that is what we're doing here today on the Agent Survival Guide podcast. We've got a little mix of history, how I got into listening to podcasts some updates on popular podcasts we've mentioned before, and of course, new recommendations, because you can't do an episode like this without giving some of the other hardworking podcasters some love. First, a little background on International Podcast Day. The holiday started out in 2014 as a National Awareness Day, but it didn't take long for the founders to figure out that it had a much broader scope. So in 2015, it became International Podcast Day, and here we are four years later. Podcasting is currently as popular as ever, thanks to another event that harkens back to 2014. This was a podcast that premiered in October of that year called Serial. Maybe you've heard of it, and no, that's not breakfast cereal, but cereal, like a series of several episodes covering the same topic. I have yet to listen to that podcast because true crime is just not my genre, but the boom that Serial started, the second podcasting boom, unleashed a whole bunch of true crime podcasts into the industry. There are tons of them, but like I said, that is not my genre. My love of listening to podcasts dates back to the debut of the TV show Pretty Little Liars, and something called the Pretty Little Podcast, which sadly did not stick around for more than the first season of the show, I believe. But I was hooked. At that time, I was already working in radio. I had started doing voice work and really enjoyed it, but there was an avant-garde feel to podcasting back then. There was something very exciting about it, but also a little intimidating because the medium was so new and different to me. After the show I listened to ended, I stopped listening for a little while. Career-wise, I left the radio station to start working here at Ritter Insurance Marketing, and I remember we were flipping the agent survival guide from a newsletter format to a standalone online site. I had listened to audio posts embedded alongside articles online before, and I thought it was a great alternative to simply reading the article. I would say that's really when the idea for the ASG podcast was born, that it would take a lot more research before it would come to life. I started listening to podcasts again, a lot of Pretty Little Liars podcasts, I will admit it. But then Pretty Little Liars was over, and I needed something more to listen to, so I turned to news podcasts, and they filled the void. The Daily from The New York Times and NPR News were my go-tos, and I would usually listen to both of those in the morning, and that was it, which meant that my evening commute was filled with either music or silence, and that was just a sad time. I remember we were about to launch the ASG podcast, and I was constantly in podcast land, reading and researching about all different kinds of podcasts, especially fiction shows. And I remember thinking, well, that's pretty cool. There's a little bit of nuance there and a throwback, of course, to the days of the old radio dramas that I liked. So I tried a bunch of them out while I was doing other things, thinking rather foolishly that I could listen to them while doing work. I should have known better because I cannot listen to songs with lyrics when I'm writing or trying to focus, so I'm not sure why I thought I could listen to these fiction podcasts, follow along with the story, and also do my work at the same time. Lofty ambitions, I guess. So I tried a lot of the most popular fiction podcasts at the time, and I could not get into a single one. Rabbits? No. Girl in Space? Nope. Limetown? Creepy. Creepy. I suppose maybe I should back up and give a little more background on myself for reference. I have my BA in professional writing and I love reading, but with being a mother, it's extremely difficult to find the time to read like I used to. The stories I'm drawn to most feature something called the hero's journey in fiction, with a focus on coming-of-age stories. If you can't tell, in addition to reading books and stories, I am equally fascinated by the process of creating them, how the story is told, character progressions, all of that. I have a thing for fantasy and dystopian worlds because I think it is fascinating when I can get lost in a believable new world. But in bookstore category terms, that usually means young adult fiction or fiction with a young adult protagonist with some kind of fantasy, sci-fi, or dystopian twist to it. So admittedly, I had some prerequisite likes. During my search, I also came across a lot of podcasts with a ton of episodes. And that was initially really intimidating, especially for the ones that were still publishing new episodes, because I wondered how in the world I would ever catch up with the story. But then a fiction podcast called Deadly Manners came out, and I managed to catch it right as it debuted. It featured Kristen Bell, an actress I love, so there was an extra bit of interest there. I listened each week as new episodes came out, which is very fun. I recommend doing that if you can. The sound production on the show was amazing, and if I can geek out for a minute here, I will explain why. The podcast was recorded as if it were being performed around a single person, the listener. So not just people reading off of a script, hearing everything, just coming at you all at once. They used a special kind of microphone that captures sound as a person would hear it. So there was that, and there was also a lot of thought that went into the soundscape of the show, the ambient noise, the Foley effects, and it was an incredibly immersive experience. After Deadly Manners ended, I needed to find more podcasts like it, more fiction podcasts, and that brought me back to that list of podcasts that I had tried to listen to previously. This time around, though, I decided I would listen to the entire first episode in the car on my commute home with no distractions. I chose Rabbits from Public Radio Alliance, mainly because it had a shorter episode list and it didn't take long, probably about halfway through the first episode. I was hooked and I wanted to finish the rest of the series immediately. Now, why am I telling you this? Well, for the same reason that I openly admit that it took me a little bit of time to get into the first Harry Potter book. You might not find something you love the first time you listen. And you might go back and listen with a different mindset like I did and find a whole new favorite. After Rabbits, I plowed on through a bunch of other fiction podcasts. And after a while, a long archive of episodes wasn't so intimidating anymore. In fact, it was something to get excited about because it meant the story was going to last that much longer. And again, that's just another example of how my mind changed once I got to know the medium a little bit more. That's probably one of my biggest takeaways from the podcasting industry and life in general, perhaps. You've got to give podcasts a fair chance. And if you do, I'm positive that just like me, you will find your niche and it's going to be something that you will really enjoy. Earlier in the show, I mentioned something about updates. Back in episode 100 of this podcast, I interviewed the entire ASG team and got some podcast recommendations from them. It's been about 10 months since that episode aired, and there are a couple of really cool things happening with some of those podcasts. Season 2 of Limetown wrapped up on December 17th of 2018. The prequel book was published, and the TV show Adaptation is set to premiere October 16th on Facebook Watch, so that will be pretty interesting. Jessica Biel stars as Leah Haddock, the main character who is researching Limetown, a town in Tennessee that makes headlines when its 300 residents vanish. I'm curious to see if we will get a season three of Limetown on the podcast or if the creative energy of the story will focus on the TV show in the future. I guess it depends on how season one goes, but I know I will definitely be tuning in to check that out on Facebook, but I also would support a season three. Next up, King Falls AM, still putting out new episodes. They are pretty steady with their releases, two a month, and they are just about at episode number 100. If all goes well, they should hit that milestone in December of this year. Blackwood, a podcast that runs on the premise of found footage, or I guess I should say found recordings, so think Blair Witch Project, but better and in audio. That premiered in October of last year and wrapped in November. Word is from the producers that they are hoping to produce a second season if season one gains more traction. I've learned that this is pretty common for podcasts, not just fiction efforts, but a lot of times a podcast is a side hustle or a passion project until it can provide a living, just like many other freelance or creative opportunities out there. So if you're a fan of Blackwood or any show that operates in a similar manner, you can help get the word out by sharing the podcast with your friends and on social media. I've also got an update on Sandra, the podcast about the AI that's actually run by real people on the other end. Rights to the podcast were purchased back in May of 2018 to turn the podcast into a TV series. But that was all the news that I could find. I did not see if that's still the plan, if it's in production, or even if we're getting season two of the show. That seems to be a pretty common theme with a lot of the shows that we recommended last time, and a big reason for that is the sheer cost and the effort that go into creating an entire season of a show. On July 1st of this year, the Rabbits Twitter account mentioned a second season of Rabbits in 2019. But so far, that tweet is all that we've seen. There has not been any word on the feed other than a very misleading trailer for The Last Movie, which is a spinoff podcast from The Black Tapes, also produced by Public Radio Alliance. In sports podcast-related news, we had linked to The Ringer NBA Show in episode 100, and that is just one of many, many sports shows on The Ringer Network the newest of which premiered on September 16th, The Hottest Take, and it's a new daily sports podcast from Bill Simmons and company. Not surprising that they started a daily sports cast. There is plenty of information to report on, and that particular network has proven that they know what they're doing. That's it for the updates to the shows we mention in our behind-the-scenes episode. If you missed that episode, we will have a link to that in the show notes so you can listen after you finish this one. So that brings us to my favorite part of listening to podcasts other than, of course, the actual podcast itself, recommendations. If there is anything that I've learned over the past two years as a podcast host, it's that when you tell people you host a podcast, they always, almost immediately ask for recommendations. And honestly, I do the exact same thing when I find out that someone listens to podcasts. I want to know what they're listening to and what they think of it. So without further ado, here are seven new podcast recommendations for almost October, 2019. I'm sure there will be plenty more in the coming months because new podcasts are always coming out and I'm always finding new stories to listen to. First up, And this is not a fiction podcast. This one is very much true, and I fell hard for it, ironically, a little bit before Valentine's Day. And it all started with episode 340, The Secret Lives of Color, which, side note, is an amazing book by Kasia St. Clair. It's amazing. I highly recommend it, as well as following her on Instagram, because her feed is full of gorgeous colors and photos. And the book goes behind the secret story of colors and how they came to prominence. But back to podcast recommendations. If you always stop to read the plaque and you're kind of a geek like me, you might know which podcast I'm talking about. If you don't, you are going to want to check this one out. It's been publishing since 2010, and it goes by the name of 99% Invisible. The show is hosted by Roman Mars, and it takes a look at the origin story of elements of design and architecture that we interact with every day. But we kind of take it for granted and don't always know or appreciate why things are the way they are. I've gone back and listened to about three quarters of the archive, and I still have somewhere between 75 and 80 episodes to go. They are continually releasing new episodes. It's the show that introduced me to Avery Truffleman and Articles of Interest, which now has its own separate podcast feed. She went on to create Nice Try, a podcast that focuses on the people and the groups behind the design, the theories they believed in. And for its first season, she focused on the idea of creating Utopia. Each episode followed a distinct, failed attempt at designing a utopian society, and it was absolutely fascinating. I think my favorite thing about both 99% Invisible and Nice Try is that you learn a lot while you listen, but you learn while you're listening to a really compelling story told from people who were there while it happened, sometimes even the designers and architects themselves. Episodes have this personal, inviting vibe because all of the hosts have a contagious and it makes you want to learn just as much as they do. Next up, this was a podcast that came out on Thanksgiving last year, and it is a Christmas podcast called Welcome to Tinseltown. Now, I know it might seem early to be thinking about Christmas. That is fair enough. But the cool thing about this podcast is that it is kid-friendly, So it was really the first time I was able to share my love for podcasting, especially fiction podcasts, with my daughter. She loved listening to it. And it's the story of a little girl who makes a wish on a star at Christmas, the Christmas star, and the magical adventures that follow as she is transported to Tinseltown, where it is Christmas Day every day. I'm not sure if they're adding to the story with a season two this year, but it's a good enough story that I could see my daughter and I listening to it together again this year and next year, year after year, and still getting just as much enjoyment out of it. Oddly enough, Tinseltown is probably one of the few fiction podcasts I've listened to that has not involved mysterious events, a dystopian world, or a film noir vibe to it. Take that as what you will. At the end of the day, I guess I know what I like. Moving on to the next podcast recommendation on my list, The Six Disappearances of Ella McCrae. This story has a little bit of everything in it, but the basic premise is that what you're listening to are the eyewitness accounts of six different people who witnessed the disappearance of Ella McCrae on March 20th, 2014. And again, this is completely fictional, not based on real events. But each person has a different story to tell about what they saw, and some of them saw some pretty bizarre things. This podcast describes itself as a horror mystery audio drama, but content of the story aside, I tend to geek out over the way a story is told, and what drew me into this podcast is the idea of six different people seeing what should be the same exact thing in six different ways. Now, once you get into the story a little bit more, you realize that there are some very strange and mysterious forces at work. But I really enjoyed the premise of this podcast, and I'm hoping that they come out with a second season. Next up, and this is the penultimate show I binged, Girl in Space. In this podcast, our main character has lived on a ship in outer space for her entire life. She documents her day-to-day activities with an audio recorder, so the show is basically her audio journal. The plot unfolds slowly at first, but eventually her existence is possibly threatened by a fleet of ships, the first contact from other people that she seems to have had in a while. There's action, there's adventure, and mutiny, among other interesting storylines at work here, like Space Cheese. If this were a book, I would definitely read it, but that would mean missing out on the lead character's vocal delivery, which is just amazing. Season one of Girl in Space wrapped in August of this year, and I haven't talked about this yet in this episode, but it's got a Patreon, which is the way that a lot of podcasts get their funding. They set up different payment tiers and goals that they want to reach, and they let you know what you'll get for supporting them at a certain level. So you agree to $1 a month, $3 a month, $5 a month. That is how I learned that the creator of Girl in Space, Sarah Werner, is busy at work on season two, and I am seriously considering becoming a mutineer-level supporter. That is the $10 a month level and that's mainly just for the pin and the fridge magnet, but also because it would help support the show, which I love. There's a goal on her page of holding a live show once she gets to a thousand patrons, so that would be pretty cool as well. Moving on, this next show was one that premiered in July of 2019, Carrier from Q-Code, and there's a couple things worth mentioning about this podcast. First of all, It uses a similar immersive audio technique like Deadly Manners did. The production company actually recorded a lot of the sound effects for the show in person out on the road, so it sounds super realistic. It's the story of a woman who takes over driving her father's big rig for him when he gets sick. After a set of unfortunate circumstances, she takes a side job and agrees to haul a trailer that's completely sealed. She's charged with driving that to a destination without knowing what's inside the refrigerated trailer, and we join her on that suspenseful journey. Now, Carrier doesn't just have a good story. It's got a diverse cast, and with the way the story went, I could start to see a sort of fictional world starting to form it wouldn't surprise me if Carrier were the beginning of a world for Q-Code to present stories in that sort of cross over one another and live in the same universe, but that also might be a mix of wishful thinking and hoping. Q-Code worked on another fiction podcast prior to Carrier, so when I downloaded Carrier, I did have expectations. That podcast premiered in March of 2019, Blackout, starring Rami Malek, which was another story that was just as compelling. Blackout tells the all-too-real story of what could happen when power grids across the nation go down simultaneously. It's set in a small town in New Hampshire, and we quickly see how that small town tries to adapt to being thrown into this new world of no electricity, no cell phones, no internet, It's a fascinating story, and Rami Malek, yes, that Rami Malek, plays the lead character, Simon Itani, and he is just amazing in this role. I highly recommend listening to Blackout. It is so good. And last, but most certainly not least, I figured I would end with the podcast I just finished listening to, and that is The Bridge. Fair warning ahead of time, this one does get a little strange, but let me digress here for a moment. While a lot of the podcasts I listen to do classify themselves as horror, I see them as more in the sense of film noir or a mild thriller rather than horror, but that is just me. This one, though, does have sprinklings of the horror genre. There are definitely scenes and stories that could be categorized that way, but let's get into a quickish summary of The Bridge. The story takes place in 2016, but it's not our 2016. There's something called a transcontinental bridge. It spans over the Atlantic Ocean, and I believe it connects North America to Europe, although I don't know that they ever say that for sure in the show. There are towers close to the bridge that are similar to lighthouses, just for cars rather than ships, and the story follows the inhabitants of Watchtower 10. We learn very quickly that all is not well on the bridge or in Watchtower 10. Several mysterious things have happened, and these snippets are relayed through a girl named Edda who uses her traffic reports to tell the folklore of the bridge, which are the stories of the strange events that have happened over the years. I don't want to give away too much here, but in addition to the story that's being told, there is also original music and sound effects that go along with the show to make you really feel like you're being thrown into this new but somewhat familiar world. Like I said, there are parts where it does get a little strange, and some sprinklings of horror are there, but that's pretty balanced out with lighthearted moments as well. I would definitely recommend listening to The Bridge. There is some really great storytelling going on there. They are currently on hiatus between seasons, but it looks like they'll be back soon, and I know I can't wait for season two. So now that I am done with The Bridge and done with my list of podcasts here, I want to hear from you. Just remember your recommendations don't have to be fiction, but it should be content that I can comfortably share on the podcast. Why is that? Well, when it comes to creating the next episode with podcast reviews and recommendations like this one, I just might talk about the podcast you recommended and give you a shout out. So please send in those podcast recs along with your comments. There are a few different ways you can do that. First up, The Agent Survival Guide podcast hotline. You can give us a call at 717-562-7211 and leave us a voicemail. You can comment on our episode in Podbean, on Apple Podcasts when you give us a review, or let us know on social media. We are Ritter Insurance Marketing on Facebook and LinkedIn and at RitterIM on Twitter. Give us a shout and use our hashtag so we can find your post. That is hashtag ASG podcast, no spaces. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. It was a lot of fun putting it together. And it is because of people like you who listen all the way to the very end of podcast episodes that we are able to do what we do. So thank you for that. That does it for this extra special International Podcast Day episode of the Agent Survival Guide podcast. But no worries. We will see you next episode.